It's about aligning with values. It's about coming from a place of integrity. And it's about not contributing to the systems that people are working so hard Mm -hmm. to change, Mm -hmm. to dismantle. On the other side of the aisle, it's if you're going to cancel a brand, a company, cancel them. But do your part as well. Hold them accountable. And holding someone accountable means that you don't forget that you canceled them Mm -hmm. if they never took any action. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned into Trish Chat, a series that aims to normalize vulnerability through conversation. Our episodes promote meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Trish Chat, or welcome back to Trish Chat. My name is Steph, and I'm here with Jess. Hello, everyone. How you doing? You look so nice. Thanks. Yes, I don't look nice. You too. You got a nice tan. Thank Looks you. good on you. Appreciate it. How you doing today? How you doing this week? This week was hectic. I think I planned way too many things. I, I jammed way too many things into the week. Um, so I'm feeling extra tired. Um, so I think I need I need to rest a little bit more. But it was productive, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a good weekend. It was really, really hot in New York. Um, I feel like I was sweating most of the time this week. Um, and you were out at a protest and like, yeah, the yesterday's protest. Um, yeah, the sun was just beaming. So I think the sun just makes you tired even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I need to just like chill on being out in the sun for so many hours like consecutively I need to filter in some breaks. Um, breaks are very important. Yes. More naps, more naps, <laughs> more naps, more downtime, more of the things that you feel are relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. How was your week? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me why it was great. Um, just like, I felt like my energy was up during mm-hmm. the week and I so it's I um I had this big project that I had to do at work and I successfully completed it and got good feedback on it and Jess and I went out to to like celebrate I went out we mean we um sat outside at a bar, socially distanced from people and had a drink. That's the coronavirus going out. Um, and, you know, you you were like, how does it feel? Do you feel good? And I was like, it feels good. Let me tell you about my next project. And mm-hmm. you were just like, nope, you got to take some time to enjoy it. So I think I took some time to enjoy it. Nice. How the roles have reversed. Yeah. Yeah. But so now congrats on that. I think that that's huge. And it's also good to be present and acknowledge all the hard work you put into that project. Because I think for many of us, we spend a lot of time stressing out 
about all the logistics and things that need to be to fall in place in order for something to be executed. And then when we execute it, it typically takes a very short amount of time compared to all the time we put into prepping it. And then we move on to the next thing yeah, instead of really yeah. sitting there and being like, wow, that went really well. And like, I'm going to pat myself on the back and like relax and enjoy this moment right now. Like I worked really hard for this. Um, yeah. I think oftentimes we do what you just did and just like, okay, cool. Either This is the next thing that I need to do. We either criticize it like right away when someone yep. asks you or we like, we're like, yeah, it was cool. And then moving on. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think we do that in our personal lives too, with the things that like, I, I just think it's an all around, it's not just work. It's, it's in our everyday lives that we don't take the time to be present because I think we've been so conditioned to continuously chase something. Yeah. That's true. So that's how my week was. Yes. Well, I'm glad it was a good week. Let's hope for another good week. Let's make it a good week. Let's make it a good week. Let's make it a good week. Um, So today we're going to talk about cancel culture because um, cancel culture has been um, on the news quite a bit recently and um, it's just been a topic of conversation amongst um the friends that Jess and I have and so we wanted to talk about it because we feel like it's it's relevant and a lot of people are thinking about it and so we wanted to give our our take on cancel culture and then just share a little bit more about what um what cancel cancel culture it's like a tongue twister <laughs> cancel culture you got there it go. there we go um so cancel culture i'm gonna have such a hard time saying this throughout the throughout the episode cancel culture is when you um when a when you or a group of people block someone from having um a prominent public platform or career i would take that's like the definition that i that i'm seeing that's the most common online i would give it my own definition and i would say that it's also when you um decide to not invest your dollars into um, a company or a brand and a brand could be a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that, that's what cancel culture is. And it's actually really interesting because I looked up um, the history of cancel culture and apparently the first time that um, the word like canceled was mentioned was actually as part of a misogynistic joke. And it was in the movie New Jack City where Wesley Snipes was playing Nino Brown. Have you ever watched that movie? Never watched that movie. So in one of the scenes, his girlfriend breaks down because of a bunch of violence that he's causing and he cancels her and says, um, he, he dumps her and says, cancel that bitch, I'll buy another one. So that was the first like, occurrence of of using the word cancel in that term of like canceling a person and then in 2010 Lil Wayne referenced the film in his song I'm single where he says yeah I'm single n-word had to cancel that bitch like Nino referring to that movie and then it was used again in December of 2014 in Love and Hip Hop such a good show mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop New York um I don't watch it anymore, but I watched like one season and I, I was just like, this is reality this, TV. Yeah. Reality TV. I was like, this show is too funny. Um, so 
Love and Hip Hop, New York, December 2014. Cast member Cisco tells his, um, I don't know what they were, but his love interest, Diamond, um, during a fight, says, you're canceled. And then Black Twitter um, started using it, and Black Twitter sort of evolved um, what what cancel culture was and also just calling people out um, or calling celebrities out and saying like, like this person did this, they're canceled. This person did that, they're canceled. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen, I've seen this used over the years. More recently, I feel like politicians have started uh, taking up the word, but to give it a, like a negative connotation, um, like cancel culture, something bad. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to talk about that, talk about cancel culture. So I would love your opinion, Jess, on how you feel about cancel culture. I think the people that automatically think of it as a negative thing, and this is a, this is a big generalization. I'm talking about, you know, a lot of the politicians typically fox news um typically see this as a negative thing because for once in their life they're being called out and and being you know people are trying to for me cancel culture is about keeping someone accountable like that's the way i see it yeah right for them they're being called out on something that they did and a group of people are basically telling them like what you did is wrong and we're not going to support you. Yeah. And people don't like that because who's going to like being canceled? Who's going to be, who's going to like being called out on something that they did because to them, they're like, well, that makes me bad. And that means that I don't get any support. And so I think for me, it's the way I've seen cancel culture, a lot of what's been going on in the world with, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter and a lot of the the Me Too movement, a lot of the movements that have been happening, um, or even seeing the even seeing how like Congress is very split with um supporting Trump and the 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 Democrats not supporting Trump, mm-hmm. um, you just see how nasty people are. And when they're called out on it, they're just not a fan of that. Mm -hmm. And when you think about that, they're, I think that they're upset that for the first time in their life, they're being called on how they're oppressing people. And I don't see that as a negative thing. I can see why they would feel it's a negative thing, but I don't see that as a negative thing. And I think that, each person has the right to cancel whoever they want. They don't owe anybody anything, right? If you offended somebody and at your core, that's what you believe in, right? If, if time and time again, you as a public figure are, are, are discriminating against a group of people over and over again, people from that group or anybody has the right to cancel you because they don't what you're doing is oppressing a certain amount of people and that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think that, you know, based off of your, your history that you were, the history you were reading out of, this has really stemmed out into canceling, like you said, like brands, public figures, things like that. But it, it has become uh, popularized and been used within ordinary people in canceling people in their life. Yeah. And I think that's where the, I, I think the original sense of it, of like canceling public figures and like other, pe- this, other people disagreeing with that is one portion. But I think the other portion is that people are getting canceled themselves as ordinary people and they don't like it. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit more about canceling individual people because I think that's really interesting because I see cancel culture as a way of acknowledging, especially to, about celebs, about like, I, I had power in making you who you are by listening to your music, by mm-hmm. uh, buying your stuff. If you're a brand, by buying, by, you know, putting dollars to your company, by buying your stuff, by being a subscriber. I had some power in that. Mm-hmm. And when you are perpetuating something that's structural, racism, misogyny, I don't have the power to take down that system just within my, just myself, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't take it down myself, but I have the power to ignore you and not give you my business anymore. Mm -hmm. I have that power to spend my money elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I have that power. And so I'm, I'm going to take that power. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I'm going to use this word, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the same thing. It, it it goes back to boycotting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no that that's a term used with this this term. It boycotting go- and cancel culture are very. It, yeah, it goes back to to boycotting. I think that cancel culture is being given a negative um, a connotation because I think it's a there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this. Cancel culture is not like you shaming someone. That's not cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Or you shaming uh, uh, like a, a celebrity. That, that's not cancel culture. Cancel culture to me, I see as a very deliberate, here's how I'm going to use my power mm-hmm. to um, impact change to a structure, whether that be the structure of uh, inequality, et cetera, to impact that structure that you are trying to like, uh, perpetuate. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. So it's hard for me to say that you can cancel like just a, a, a person that doesn't have the, the power. And when I say power, I mean like the social cap, the social like capital of being a celebrity, of having so much influence, or or being mm-hmm. a company that has so much influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a hard time seeing that you're able to cancel someone. Yeah, but I think that a lot of people are seeing it that way. I think that a lot of people are maybe they're using the term in that way, and it's not necessarily correct. But I think that especially now with Black Lives Matter movement. Um, at the center of everyone's, not everyone's, but at the center of like what's going on in the world, 
I think that a lot of people are seeing there's two extremes. They're lot they're seeing people who don't care about this movement when they really care. Yeah. And they're having to make decisions on moving forward with that relationship. At least that's what I've seen. And so in my eyes, the way they're referring to it is canceling those people. Yeah. And to your definition, right, there is no necessary power there, but there is power, right? Because I like to think that each individual holds if you had a relationship with somebody like you're you're taking that away and that's mm, that's that's in, that's in your power to do that and that's, that's going to affect someone you know good or bad whatever depending on how they see that relationship but um I do think that a lot of people are using it in that way. I mean the original definition the the original way in which canceling of a person started was one-to-one. Like I, I mentioned, like in that movie, it was that character canceling yeah. his girlfriend. It was the person on um, Love and Hip Hop saying, you're canceled to mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. Uh, love interest. So it's definitely evolved to mean what I'm taking it to mean now, but originally it was more of like a individualist, like a yeah. person to person. Yeah. I also think that, Again, going back to what I was saying earlier about accountability, every person has the right to hold someone accountable. It's someone they have a relationship with, a brand they have a relationship with. Just because someone cancels someone doesn't mean that there isn't an opportunity for that person or brand to make it right. Yes. You know, at least for me, right? Like if I if I'm buying from a brand consistently and then they do something I don't agree with that is, you know, violating human rights, oppressing a certain group, you know, whatever it is. For me, it's like, yes, I'm going to take my dollars and request in some way for them to do better. And that's on them to do better or not. And if they don't, I have every right to keep my dollars Mm -hmm. and not have to do that. But if they do, do show me that there's growth there and that they're writing their wrong in, in, a genuine way, because I think there's a lot of brands out there that are not genuine, that they just put band-aids over things and they're <laughs> they're just like hiring people of color as their VPs instead of really diving into, yeah. you know, the core issue when it's like a you know a racism case. Um I think that if it's genuine for me, I have I have a, a, a small amount of room to you know, re-engage with that brand, yeah. right? Like I, I, I can, I can make that decision. Same thing with like relationships, right? Like if I, if I cancel, I'm saying that in quote, if I, I, I remove myself from being in a relationship with someone because of what they believe in, something they did, depending on who it is, I might have some room to you know, rekindle that relationship if I see that there's some significant change there. Yeah. It's when these things are just like your the values just don't align or there's some deep rooted issue there and something that they've been portraying for a long time. That's a big thing. Like people have been getting politicians, brands, they've been getting away with a lot of fucking shit. And their time's up now. Their time is up because of everything that's going on in the world. People are starting to wake up. There's a there's a, a revolution happening right now. 
right? Like racism has always been a thing. Always. Misogyny, Misogyny has always been a thing. All of this has all been a thing. But now we have the numbers to like back it, right? Like now it's at the forefront of everyone's mind. People are fed up. And so they're they're up against a wall in a sense in a way that they've never been before. So they're going to be like, you know, they're going to think of cancel culture as a negative thing because they're just like, well, this You're is being held accountable. Yeah, this is how it's always been, you know, like um or even Trump's whole thing like make America great again like why are we doing things like, let's go back like America was not great for people Never of color, you Never know, like great. so I just think that for public figures they're just mad that they're being held accountable and they don't want to accept that right and and then people are like well then you have to like tippy toe around it's like no you just need to be a decent human being who accepts that everyone makes mistakes and if you make a mistake or if you believe in something and people are are mad about it why don't you just take a second to think about why that's happening right yeah I mean, there's a lot of nuances to to cancel culture because of the fact that in the world of social media, where it's like we're onto the new thing, people can go on there and say Goya is canceled, right? Goya is canceled because the CEO was praising Trump, and how dare you, as a brand mm-hmm. that has a, a the, your target market is the Latinx community, and given everything that Trump has said about Mexicans, about just the Latinx community in general, and the amount of kids that are in cages at the border. Like, mm-hmm. how how dare you say that? Right. P- there's people who are going to go on social media and say, Goya is canceled. I'm not buying from them anymore. Right. But then you move on to the next thing. And then you find yourself at the supermarket and you're buying Goya because you're like, well, it's it's died down. So I think cancel culture mm-hmm. is very nuanced in that one, it's not about shaming people, it's about saying, you're not living up to these values or you are contributing to a system of inequality mm-hmm. that oppresses the same people that you want to buy your, your product, the same people that you want to watch um, your show, the same people that you want to contribute to your brand mm-hmm. as an individual. And you can't do that. And I will not allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there needs to be that, like, this is, like, this is what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also need to go through with it. You can't right. just go move on to um, just go back because it, it died down after a while. Because then then cancel culture is just a phase, right? Then Then we're not really holding people accountable. Because then companies and celebrities can be like, I'm canceled until the next piece of news comes out. And then people are going to forget and it's just yeah. going to go back to um where it was and it's like no this stems back to like a much deeper issue mm-hmm. and i will not be investing my viewership my dollars my whatever it is into your brand i think a lot of people struggle with that more than they want to admit because of convenience and because of absolutely of i mean for i think i've heard a lot of people a lot of people talk about amazon and how they want to cancel or boycott Amazon because of the, um, all of the reports and all of the news that shows how terribly they treat their, um, their employees. Yeah. 
but they're like, it's really hard because when I need something, Mm -hmm. Amazon can get it to me in a day. And and there's stuff on there that I can't find anywhere else. Right. And it's a low price and I just can't afford anything higher. So they sort of feel trapped in that. And it's hard for them to, like they acknowledge, they acknowledge that contributing to Amazon goes against what they want to do, but they don't know how to go about it in a different way. Yeah. I struggle with that because I know it's very hard. Like I had to go like Amazon, for example, like I had to really like come off of it slowly. Um, but I think that, and this isn't to shame anyone, but I think that that's what happens more often than not. Right. Like somebody will read a new a headline and be like, wow, this is, this is so sad. And it comes up in conversation. They're like, yeah, that's really messed up. But behind closed doors, they're still funding places like Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a thought because Amazon, for example, has has created a new way of living. When, like you said, you can get something so quickly, like it's at the it's our fingertips, yeah, right. So that that's like a way of life. And for you, you're just like, well, you know, it's not that bad. Like I'm only spending X amount. Of, it's just me. Like I'm not really making a difference. But in fact, you really are. Like you are making a difference because you're not giving your dollars to a company that you don't support or that you don't believe doesn't in. align with your values contributes to a system of inequality. It's sort of that, that one's hard. And it's also Dave Chappelle when Dave Chappelle was making transphobic comments and, um, you know, I, I canceled him. I was like, I'm not, I'm not watching Dave Chappelle anymore. I can't support this. Yeah. And there are some people who are like, but it's comedy, mm-hmm. but how can you, like com- that's part of comedy is that comedians hit on, you know, those controversial topics and they touch upon that in a light and humorous way. But for me, it's just like, I, 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 I cannot, I cannot support someone that is willing to go on stage and use their position of power to spread transphobia, right? to it's, make it okay. Especially because his power you know, that's the thing. And if, um, it was what disclosure was talking about, like what the, the documentary ne- disclosure on, on, on Netflix, Netflix, you know, um, focus centering around, um, transgender, um, transgender, the community and, and, and everything that was being shown on the media and film and TV, you know, he holds a lot of power and with transgender women of color specifically dying at the rates that they are that's not okay to like joke about right like i get it comedy is comedy and there's certain things you can touch on but when you hold that power and people are dying i don't think that's funny i don't think that's funny at all and so you know whenever i whenever i've had a conversation with somebody about dave Chappelle, i i i make sure to give the facts but it's up to them on what they want to do with that. Yeah. Right. You know, I've heard a lot of people like, well, you, you just said like, well, you know, that's just who he is. And like, it's just, it's okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. You know, but I, I, again, I have to check myself and and remind myself that it, I'm not going to change anyone's mind. Like it has, but if at the core, it does not align with your values or it does or whatever, you make those decisions yourself. You have to be okay with, spending that dollar with something that does not align with your values, you know? 
I think I think at the core here is that it does not matter if things have happened a certain way for many years, if someone's um, comedic style has been the same way for decades. What the point of cancel culture and where we've come to is, is that we as a society, particularly people of color, women, queer people have come to the point where we are fed up. Mm-hmm. We're fed up with the way the status quo of things. And we are taking our power to envision a world where that's not the case. We're envisioning a better world and we're taking an action on that. And while we cannot today ourselves, one person, take down the whole structure or system of racism, of homophobia, of transphobia, of misogyny, we as people with our power can contribute to the cause of changing those systems and taking them down so that they don't exist. And the way that we will do that is to cancel you, is to boycott is to call you, you not giving you our dollar, not giving you our viewership and saying, I had the power in contributing to your success and I'm taking my power back. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that things were operating a certain way before. I am not standing for that at this point in time. I have evolved as a person. Mm -hmm. Society maybe has not really evolved, but the expectation is that if you expect as a, as a, as a person, a brand, or as a company, if you expect to have your consumers shop from you and to market to them, you need to evolve. You need to evolve with those consumers and you need to evolve with the times. And if you're not willing to do that, then you have to be open to being canceled. For sure. And again, like I want to know is that if those brands or people genuinely change and and see why whatever they did or are doing is offensive, then for me, yeah, there's an opportunity for me to like reinvest in them. But I don't know. I always see things like if someone disrespected me and I'm like speaking on it and my community doesn't back me, like that feels like shit. Yeah. And that's what's happening with a lot of these brands. Like because you're not directly being affected or someone in your group is not directly being affected, you have the privilege to just ignore it, turn your ignore it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just think it's something to really think about when you're trying to defend cancel culture uh, or not and um, really understanding if you're willing to actually move forward with it. Yeah, I mean, cancel culture is not about shaming Mm -hmm. because shaming is I'm pointing the finger at you I'm saying that you did something wrong and then I I can move on with my day, Mm -hmm. right? No further action required on my end. Cancel culture is about accountability and holding someone accountable requires action on both sides. It says you did this wrong and therefore this is the consequence that you will have to face from from my viewpoint. And if that, if that company, if that brand 
genuinely addresses that and makes sustainable long-term change against that, then you can make a decision on whether you want to support them or not. But it also means that you as the person who are um, part of the cancel, part of like the cancel culture or the person who's canceling this brand or this person, you also have to, you know, within that realm of accountability, you also have to continue doing your part. Yeah. And that, that means that you have some action to take. It doesn't mean I'm going to tell you that you did something wrong and then I'm going to go about my day. And then later on, I'm still going to watch the Dave Chappelle or I'm going to listen to the R. Kelly or I'm going to buy the Goya. None go of that to, stuff. Go to Chick-fil-A. Or go to the Chick-fil-A because I'm hungry and the chicken's so good. The comedy's so funny. The music is so good. The beans are so good. Mm -hmm. It's convenience. That's what it comes down to. Convenience over holding someone accountable. And I, that, that's what makes me upset on, on both sides of, of the aisle in a way. It makes me upset that I see these um, politicians saying, you know, oh, cancel culture and cancel culture. It's like, no, no, no. Y you, you can call it cancel culture because that is what it is, but don't give it a negative connotation because right. they make it sound as if it's like, well, we're just jumping on the bandwagon of things that we don't agree with and we're just shaming people. And that's that's not it. It's about aligning with values. It's about coming from a place of integrity. And it's about not contributing to the systems that people are working so hard mm -hmm. to change, mm -hmm. to dismantle. On the other side of the aisle, it's if you're going to cancel a brand, a company, cancel them. But do your part as well. Hold them accountable. And holding someone accountable means that you don't forget that you canceled them mm -hmm. if they never took any action. Right. You don't, out of convenience, decide that because the R. Kelly documentaries are not, you know, trending on Netflix, people aren't talking about it anymore, that you can open up your Spotify and listen to the song Hotel. Right. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. It's it's unfortunate, but my hope is that we we will get better as a society on holding people accountable because we're we're better with with numbers, and right? It's, yeah, and it's it's hard, and I recognize that it's, it's really very really really difficult because you're telling a company that they have to change something from the way that they've been operating. But that means that you also have to change something from the way that you've been operating. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it may mean that they cancel their Prime membership, that they're not ordering from Amazon anymore, that you're not eating Chick-fil-A anymore, that you're not listening to R. Kelly anymore, that you're not watching Dave Chappelle anymore. Mm -hmm. I think people get overwhelmed by it because it, 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 turns, it turns back to them on saying, I've heard this a lot. It's like, in order for people to fully go on through with that cancellation, for for many people, it, it kind of forces them to be like, well, then I have to do research on everything I buy and everything I do. And although that sounds really overwhelming and I don't think you're going to find many brands or people that completely align with what you believe in, but I'm also like, it wouldn't hurt to research this stuff, right? Like it's going to be a lot of work, but 
if it's important to you, then why aren't we doing it? It's one step at a time. It doesn't mean that you, you know, go through all the clothes that you wear, all the products that you use in one day and and cancel everything, Mm -hmm. right? And cancel, you know, every and anything. But it can mean one step at a time mm-hmm. of like, this has been brought to my awareness about this company, about this person, and I'm going to cancel them. I'm not going to support them until they, t- this is, this is the action in my mind that they would need to do for me to go back to giving them my dollars. And I would need to see that for forever moving forward. Um, you, you can do that for, for one brand and then you can just continue, you know, going through the things that you support over time and changing that, right? Like I don't, I don't look at someone and, and if they say to me, um, I don't eat Chick-fil-A because, you know, I don't support institutions that contribute to homophobia mm-hmm. and transphobia. I don't then go and like, oh, but you order from Amazon, right? right? Because I recognize that person doing work in that realm. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. And you, and you start somewhere. Yeah. I guess what I was getting at is that, uh, people project all the work ahead instead of just actually taking that step with that one brand and one thing and, and, and shooting for that North star. I mean, like maybe I want to become the person that's very well versed in everything I buy and making sure I'm like socially conscious about that. Like that's something that I'm, I aim for. Like I try to do a lot of research on the things that I use, I spend money on just so that I can feel good about it. So I can make sure that like I'm supporting a solid brand um, or person um, to make sure that I'm good because I don't ever want to align myself with something that doesn't align with my values or oppresses any type of person. Yeah. So I think that. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, but I don't I don't see it as a as a negative thing in my opinion. I agree. <laughs> um do you have anything else that you'd like to share on cancel culture? I think we went through all of our thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I I would just say that if you're somebody who sees it as a negative, I would get curious about it. Uh, why you see it that way Um, maybe doing some research about like what we just said like where it comes from and and um, you know maybe or if even the other side like just getting curious as a a whole on like the whole whole debate on cancel culture and seeing how that's playing out for you in your life and um, remember the power that you have as a person too mm mm-hmm you you won't take down a company yourself, right? But think about how much your time and your money is worth. Mm-hmm. Like every dollar is very valuable. Every minute of your time is very valuable. And so think about who you're giving that to. Yeah. And also I'd like to say like, and it's okay if you're the only one in your community that's actually doing this. And it can feel very lonely if it you are. It can feel very lonely because I know a lot of people have expressed, you know, them not being able to move forward because everyone around them is not supporting that. And, and shames them to say, well, it's just a chicken sandwich. Right. And I, and I definitely know how that feels. Um, so, you know, take pride in that, that you're very in touch with your values and, um, 
that you're doing the work because that's part of it, doing the work and really understanding what, like where you stand as a person. And like, it's not wrong for you to hold anyone accountable, anyone, even if that's like your family, your friends, if you decide that that's not a relationship that serves you anymore and you're not aligned from like a value perspective, that's okay to walk away from that just yeah. as it's okay to walk away from buying from any of those brands. Like to me, it's the same thing. Um, yeah. And you have that right yeah. as a person. So, you know, I, I feel empowered that way that I get to make that decision for myself. That's Dang, all I would you say. Are, you're giving people the thanks. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Well, thank you all for listening. Hope that you found this um, insightful and helpful. I'm going to, uh, as Jess would say, go ahead on to iTunes and rate us. Wow. I did it this time. <laughs> if you, this is your first time listening, every episode at the end, Jess goes, go to iTunes and rate us. Five stars. Five. <laughs> <laughs> well, first subscribe and then give us a rating. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's super, super helpful. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And until next time. Peace. Bye.